Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns, and enjoy this shit show. to the uh, original episode, the first episode of the Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster with my cohort in crime, Crow. Yo. That's Hello. it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. I have energy. Um, <laughs> you're already out of energy. All right. Uh, well, this is our, uh, it's our podcast. We've talked years. We've known each other for 10 plus years now. We've talked for a while about wanting to do one of these, just topical stuff we want to talk about, but uh, I think probably the best way to to do it is just jump right in. You got anything you want to get off your chest? <laughs> no, you don't have any energy? So Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we should talk about the news of the day. That's the, uh, the school shooting. Okay. Well, school shootings are bad. Yeah. Now, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that we did that. No, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I can safely say that we're both, you know, conceal and carry fans, and I, yeah, and we're we're po- we're both pro children. We we like we like the we like children to live. Wait, you can't square those two, right? You can't be, you can't be pro gun and pro child. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm obviously lying about one of them, right? Okay, because <laughs> you, you decide, right? As I understand it, guns are meant specifically to murder lots of children. Yes, in schools. That's that's what I've been told in the last couple of days. Yeah, least, it's, well, so. well, it's what the TV says to me, and I choose to believe it. And and what what uh, kids themselves have been telling us, so it must be true, you know, the, yeah. out of the mouths of babes, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what they meant when they said a really? child okay. should lead them. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, no, I just I don't know. These things have to go to. To such extremes all of a sudden, or every time, every time it happens. And I just feel like, you know, can we, can we have a reasonable conversation about, uh, you know, what, what might be better instead of just calling one side evil and saying they hate kids and, and, uh, we've got to, we've got to ban guns. And before anybody says, no, that's not what they want. My question is when we say, okay, so what are your solutions? And the first thing they say is, we got to get rid of this gun, and we got to get rid of that gun, and we got to make it so people can't get guns. You know, if you're saying well, it's not about banning guns, you're lying. Brewster, what they're saying is they're they're not banning guns, carte blanche. They're banning certain guns. There's a difference, is what they'll say. Yeah, and it's always for people who don't know anything about guns. If I hear one more person talk about we shouldn't have semi-automatic guns, I can't even say it with a straight face. I'm gonna fucking puke. I mean. I mean, really, though, we should only have bolt-action revolvers. <laughs> bolt-action revolvers. <laughs> now, look, for, for those of you who don't know, a semi-automatic gun means you pull the trigger and one bullet comes out. Yes. What They say semi-automatic on the news because they think it means... I remember watching uh, Diane Sawyer, which was a softball interview. View Michael, uh, interview Michael Bloomberg after Sandy Hook, and he still messed it up. He didn't know what semi-automatic was. He goes, why should you be able to just hold down the trigger and spray bullets all over the place? And she told him, 
those are illegal. You can't buy those. Well, you can under very, very strict conditions. But he didn't know the terminology. Most anti-gun people don't care, though. Even if you point that out to them, they go, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It's, it's a gun. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a murder machine. Yeah. If I said um, um, full auto and you say semi-auto, it doesn't make a bit of difference. It's a murder machine. Yeah. So they don't care. So it, And that's the thing. That's part of the problem I have with the gun advocates or the pro-Second Amendment advocates, a lot of them, not a lot of them, some of them, um, that basically look at the at the anti-gun people as idiots, right? So you don't even know what full auto is. You don't even know what semi-auto is. Do you know what an M1 Grand is? It's do you know what a magazine, not a Do you know clip. what an Air 15 is? It's not an uh, assault rifle. It's an Armalite rifle. So, and it's like, it's like when somebody talks to me, I'm a gun guy. I like, I'm not, I don't consider myself a gun nut because I actually don't even like shooting. I don't like going to the range and shooting. I find it tedious. I hate, the only thing I think about when I go shooting is getting more proficient. So I'm not an idiot when I shoot, but also, God, I got to clean these freaking guns now. I kind of like the smell of cordite though. Well, uh, wait, I like shooting your guns. Yeah. Because then you got to clean it. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a gun nut. I don't, I don't consider myself a gun nut. Um, but I, I don't like the fact when you when you when a person uh, an anti-gun person a person on the left says they they don't care it's just it, it's not how can you want something like that and it's like i they're thinking in their mind i a lot of them that i'm valuing valuing an item ahead of the life of children that are dying and and so they think i'm i'm a bad person they think i'm evil right I mean, they can't think of anything. They, they don't think I'm stupid, right? They think that... No, they think you're stupid. They think... No, they think I value this this item that I purchased, this this murder machine, and that damn you for wanting to take that away from me, even if on the on the backs of children dying. So I must be a bad person. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, they're also thinking you're stupid. I, on the other hand, am thinking, well, I, when I think about them, I think... Their, their intentions are yeah they don't they want the same thing as me they don't want kids dying but they're they're coming across out of ignorance and, and and emotion and there's people out there that know better that are ginning up that emotion to get political points or to make it into um well uh, something that they can use to get their agenda across other than just taking guns it's more of a a matter of power or it, it gets into bigger issues i think so well, the whole problem I have, and I've realized over time as I've gotten older, that the the issue I have between the left and the right, liberals and conservatives, I'm talking non-classic liberals, because classic liberals wanted free speech and all that. You know, they were in the free speech movement. Yeah. But progressives, I guess, um, is this idea that someone should do something. They think it has to be some big external force, Right. In other words, people can't make good decisions, so the government has to make good decisions for you. The government should give you a better job. The government should protect you. The government should make sure you're happy. They should do all these things, whereas, like I think more conservative people say, I don't need the government to do that for me. The reason I have a, I have the gun is because, well, look, be honest, I like them, but I also like the idea of I'm protecting myself and my family. I'm not asking the government to do it, you know, and it's just this... This naive idea that somehow you can legislate away tragedy, that, you know, that you can make things not happen just through laws. And it doesn't work like that. I mean, if it did, we wouldn't have murder and we wouldn't have drugs and we wouldn't have, you know, this idea that bad things shouldn't happen to people. You don't want bad things to happen to people. 
but they happen to people, you know. And, and there's bad people out there that are that are intent on causing carnage. They they and and they'll find a way to circumvent whatever. Unless you're in enough completely authoritarian state, no liberty whatsoever. Maybe maybe that'll clamp down on some of this stuff, but not not necessarily. Well, I'm not saying we shouldn't take reasonable care. Oh yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, my idea of common sense. I I hate common sense gun law because that means you're going to shut up now and you're going to listen to me. I saw someone post on Facebook the other day that was just raging about this and I mean, understandably mad. Said, um, "Hey, politicians," and it was listen. Period. Two. Period. Me. Period. And I'm thinking, why? But you're just another person ranting on Facebook. You know, like, the world is supposed to stop and listen to you. It's this narcissistic, you know, I've got the answer kind of stuff. And I think we need to have, I, I want to see reasonable care. You know, what I think is common sense is letting teachers carry, having, you know, if if we can hire, you know, veterans to be in the school. And, and I want to stop right there when you say that. When you say, when you say, and like even Trump said this, we should we should allow teachers to carry. It immediately gets translated through the filter of the left into, well, he wants to force teachers to carry guns. I mean, it immediately becomes that. It's, it's, all, it's, it's well, that's because I use that word. That's if you play it back, you'll hear that you it. said, I said force them. Yeah. Yes. Teachers should have to carry, is what I yes. said. Let's train Navy SEALs to be teachers. And that's what we should yeah. do. But that's what happens, though, is they, they basically, if you say something that sounds reasonable and sounds like something maybe we should discuss, like maybe we should think about. Let uh, allowing teachers to um, carry weapons if they so choose. Yeah, and that immediately, I mean, comes right out the next person from the left that says, uh, you know, it's like a, a game of phone. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's distorted by the first telling. It's not distorted by the tenth telling. It's distorted immediately after the the first telling. So instead of saying, oh, you know, we should allow teachers that choose to carry to go through the uh, stringent process and, and, and carry weapons and take down the uh, gun-free zone signs at schools. Oh, well, now now we want you. Now you want everybody to have guns. Um, um, the, and and what, what's next? Should all the children be carrying guns too? It's like, uh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, we collectively have lost this ability to be able to have a conversation about this and, and just sort of about this or about anything. So, you know, ideally that's what college was for with the free speech movement and that you can, you know, that you can do this point counterpoint thing, but people go right to insults. You know, I mean, you're a racist, sexist, bigoted, homophobe, gun nut, whatever. You know, you're not, you're not a person with conflicting views. You're someone to be shouted down and, and it happens from the right to the left too. I mean, the whole, snowflake thing and all that stuff everybody's got to go to a name well and also thinking thinking people are stupid um i don't everybody thinks everybody else is stupid yeah i i think i think you can be willfully ignorant i think there are legitimately stupid people definitely there are i mean there's a bell curve but uh but uh, most people are just willfully ignorant and that's the difference. They're not actually just stupid. If if they just drop 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 their um preconceived notions and not be so stuck in that in that mindset and just listen to reason i mean they, you could get through to them but they just it's hard bypassing that kind of ingrained um emotional response to everything well i mean for me i guess i i grew up in a household where you were expected to give your opinion on stuff but you were expected also 
that when you gave your opinion to understand that there were going to be people who disagreed with you immediately. Yeah. You know, I think that's, you know, you talk about this media bias that it's totally on the left. I remember reading Bernie Goldberg's, Bernie Goldberg's book, uh, Bias, probably 15 years ago. And he said, it's not necessarily that network news has this ingrained bias and an agenda, although plenty of people on the right will disagree with me. It's just that, I mean, it's all like the Upper West Side of Manhattan. It's one of those liberal parts of the country. And they sit around in a meeting and nobody really disagrees because they all sort of think the same way. And they're sitting in that room going, I'm a smart person. You're a smart person. We're all smart people. And nobody here seems to disagree. We must be right. And he says, get in a plane, go to, uh, you know, Oklahoma, go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Go to these places and people will disagree with you the minute you get off the plane. Do it there. Do your newscast from places like that. Go to Tulsa. Go to Tuscaloosa. Go to wherever. Find places where people disagree with you. And we've just lost that ability to say, hey, you know, uh, I think maybe we should try this solution. And people go, you're an idiot. I mean, it's like that's the first thing out of their mouth, you know. Well, I've had... I've had um discussions on social media with people i mean a lot of times it's just shit talking back and forth but i've had the actual kind of discussion where you philosophically come from two different viewpoints but you actually kind of can see where they're coming from and then all of a sudden you're like oh they're they're actually listening to me and i'm listening to them and we're having a conversation here but that's not that's not the whole that's not what happens all the time actually social media it actually that's not happens, what happens very often that happens more on social media i think than it does on the main the news media oh yeah, yeah so so you're getting you're getting bullshit like i said you're getting the story but one person says one thing and then the liberal media comes out and i oh liberal media oh he's saying liberal media he's an idiot you know they do and they come out and they misrepresent what what he says or she says immediately it, there, there's no there's no um it, it's not even a, a confirmation bias or, or it's not just i'm 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 in my bubble and I'm, I think differently. It's like, it's like an agenda to misrepresent, to make everybody else think that he said something or she said something that she didn't say. Yeah. I don't know if that's, I don't even know if that's a political agenda as much as a conflict agenda. I mean, it's that point counterpoint stuff that, you know, in like the seventies and eighties when we were growing up was like, it, it was big on TV, but it was Sunday morning talk shows. And now it's like every fucking day. I mean, we've we got a we have a twenty four hour we have twenty four hour news channels and about a four hour news cycle. So they got to spin this stuff out with all these different opinions and yeah. But it'd be nice if it was a little more varied. I mean, uh, yeah. But it's I mean, all it's it, all about you know you put look at the stuff on YouTube when it comes to this. It's not you know Fox is not selling Tucker Carlson making a good point. They're they're putting. Tucker Carlson on there beating the shit out of his lefty guest. And MSNBC you mean the same thing. Owning yes. some clown, right? Yeah, with uh, Lawrence O'Donnell do the same thing. And Rachel Maddow, I mean, when I hear people say, oh, well, Rachel Maddow is a, you know, a great news source. No, she's just, she's just an opinion person who just throws shit out there, you know? And I mean, her, oh, God, her delivery just drives me nuts, you know? I remember. My one thing about Lawrence O'Donnell, I remember seeing him on Bill Maher's show and somebody was talking about Obama's taxes. 
And he goes, he goes, oh, no, they're not hiding anything. He goes, uh, I could do their taxes. I just want to go, fuck you. You don't even do your own taxes, you idiot. <laughs> you know? So I hate that guy. He thinks he's so fucking smart. He may be smart, but I'd like to buy him for what he's worth and sell him for what he thinks he's worth. But I don't. you just, you can't, it feels like you can't have an exchange of ideas with people anymore. Great example. There's a high school in Minnesota the day after the, the shooting in Parkland or two days after some kids post from their classroom through Twitter. Like the one kid posted it and another girl edited it. Um, it said there's a lockdown at the school. The school locks down. There's some active shooter thing or something. They hold these kids in the school for like three, three to five extra hours. And I suppose the parent, parents are terrified. Yeah, they get the FBI involved, yeah. and they manage. The FBI traces it back to this one kid, and they come in, and they arrest him. And then they put the girl under suspicion because, of you know, it got posted through an anonymous Twitter account. Anyway, I mean, kudos to the FBI for finding it. But so I'm watching a Facebook feed on it, and all of a sudden there's this woman in there going on and on about uh, – White males in their niche, in their niche, and their terrible uh, egos, and you know, and somebody goes, "What are you talking about?" And she goes, uh, "Well, you know, it's all this male toxicity, this, oh, ma and you're just going yeah, toxic masculinity." Yeah, there wasn't even there wasn't even a shooter, and she's talking about all these shooters are white males. It's like, lady, there wasn't a fucking shooter there, you know. So she was just itching to get her viewpoint out for. Well, and somebody years. goes, somebody said. Uh, Something about why are you bringing up race? Why are you bring she goes, I didn't bring race into it. He goes, No, you're saying white males. And somebody else goes, Hey, dummy, reverse racism isn't a thing. And I wanted to go, oh. I wanted to go, Wait a second, referring to someone by their race and saying that they're, you know, toxic and basically implying inferior. Yeah, that kind of is yeah. racism. But reverse racism, in other words, the opposite of racism is like yeah, nobody, equality. Nobody brought up a reverse racism, <laughs> yeah. asshole. I know. So they just they have their they have their talking points and they're waiting for their their second to sandwich it in there and you know I mean not to not to go too long in this gun thing and to be honest kind of get off of it but to give you an example of another place people can't have discussion is we're going through this right now with my kids um, they're in Cub Scouts right and now it's girls are going to be led into Cub Scouts look I mean obviously I don't have a problem with girls but. Can boys have an activity that's just boys? I mean, we're we're talking about kids in that in that five to twelve range, and you, and let's face it. I mean, to be honest, I mean, the general kid that's in Cub Scouts is going to be a little more socially awkward at that age than kids who are already socially awkward. Well, you know, Rooster, um, gender is a spectrum. Yeah, and. Um, you know, you can't Don't really fucking find... start that with me. <laughs> Shut up. Don't. Because you know what? You're worse on that than I am. Why are you going to be such a bigot? Hmm? <laughs> why are you denying science? Why do, why do you have to be such a misogynist? You know? It's just, uh, you know, little little people is what they are. They're just little people. <laughs> well, and here's... People want, people want to be loved. That's well, all. They want to be loved and have God, fun. God, Crow, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, oh my god, <laughs> what we've talked about in this, it's like, oh god, don't don't try and sound like the reasonable one on. Hey, we gotta have people gotta pick a side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've picked your side, <laughs> and it's not where you're saying you are right now. Team but, Crow. Yeah, exactly. But you know, here's my thing. So, um, 
you know, going on these Cub Scout camps with my kids, it, it's fun, fun enough. But um, so you have a tent and your kids are changing in the tent, right? And boys this age, they don't care if the windows are down in there. They're thinking, hey, I'm inside, right? So swimsuit comes off, whatever, and they don't care who's walking by the tent. And it's not a big deal because if some mom sees some naked eight-year-old boy in there, nobody fucking cares, right? You put a nine-year-old girl in the same situation where she's changing clothes, doesn't realize the tent flaps are down, and a guy walks past not intending to, but I'm telling you, people, at these camps, these tents are close together, right? And the girl says to mom or dad, hey, Mr. So-and-so looked at my tent when he walked by and I was changing. It's over. Yeah. It's over for that guy. Yeah. Why do the girls have to be in Boy Scouts? And the thing I'm hearing is, well, they don't, you know, Girl Scouts don't do the things that the Boy Scouts do and the girls want to do the things the Boy Scouts do. Then do them. Fix Girl Scouts. Yeah, then go ahead. Start doing them. You don't have to change it on a national level. You have your pack or troop or whatever it is. That, I don't know what Girl Scouts call it. But so in our group, uh, our, tr- our pack, uh, the people at the top were sponsored by a church, a Lutheran church, and they're saying, yeah, well, church is diverse, so uh, um, the pack should be diverse too. We want girls in. We got 60 kids in there. I'm telling you, we're going to go from 60 kids. We might add three or four girls to it. You're going to see 15 to 20 boys just leave. Yeah. And it's not because they hate girls or anything or their parents are misogynists. It's just like, look, you put a group of boys together at that age. They want to do boy stuff. You put a group of girls together at that age. They want to do girl stuff. It's like, why can't we just let kids be what they are, you know? Because, um, Rooster, gender is a spectrum. And uh, there's some little girls that, uh, you know, they want to do the the tenting and camping and building a fire thing. And there's some boys that want to play with dolls. Yeah, they can play with dolls all they want. I don't see, care. See, you just got to open your mind to it. That's all. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to get you in a little bit of trouble here. I'm going to make it uncomfortable for you. Right. So what about gays and Boy Scouts? I don't care. What about gay scout masters? I don't care. So, well, here's the thing. You brought up the fact of if um, a male scout leader uh, walks through a bunch of tents and all of a sudden he there's a girl changing and she's naked and he's like, oh, my God. And she's like, oh, my God. And next thing you know, his life is ruined. D- doesn't that translate to if you've got an uh, openly gay scout master, the same thing can be said for him. It, it'd be extremely uncomfortable. He could ruin his life. Um Shouldn't no, he be I, uncomfortable there too? Well, I mean, I'm I'm saying no. I get what you're saying, but let me just say this uh, on the whole gay straight thing. Why does anybody have to fucking know? That's that's where I was going with that's this. That's the part that <laughs> bugs the shit out of me. I know it's the it's the out and proud business that bothers me. It's like I don't care who you sleep with. I really don't. If if you're if you're a decent person. It doesn't matter to me. But if you're out there saying, "Well, that is my identity. I am a." I am a heterosexual man. I love the pussy. Yeah. And you're saying it like as soon as you meet somebody. Oh, by the way, I love me some pussy. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm talking about though. It's it's like it's like it's not. I mean, let's say you walk into a room and you're a, a manly man. It's like it's like I don't think man, that guy must love the pussy. 
I don't even think that way. I think, you know, I, you, you think this guy could be gay. He could be straight. I don't care. I don't even think that doesn't even come to my head until you start talking about, you know, stuff eventually. But even if you start talking about, I've had friends that were gay for years and I didn't know. And it does, it didn't matter. And then I found out they were gay. I'm like, eh, big deal. I don't care. Well, in fact, you and I have one mutual friend who's gay that we didn't know about. Yeah. That we found out about. And I, I have known this person way longer than you have. Yeah. And I said, I'm kind of offended that I've known him for all these years and he didn't tell me. Just like, <laughs> like he felt like I couldn't handle it or something. But on the other hand, it's cool that he didn't. And but that was your point. Yeah. You said, well, maybe he just didn't want to make a deal out of it. And I'm like, yeah, it, you know, it, that's a good point. Because it shouldn't be a deal. <laughs> it shouldn't. You know, and part of the problem I have with it is, you know, people say, oh, well, would you have a problem if somebody said, oh, I'm so and so and I'm a Christian? And yes, I do. Yeah. I, I don't think you need a. Just be a person. Why do you have to have a label? And, and, and people are going to find out the, the the closer they get with you, the more more they get to know you. They're going to learn more about you organically and naturally, which is the way it should be. Yeah, you know, in developing a friendship or whatever, um, or whatever kind of relationship you're developing with someone, you should kind of it should be organic. You should learn it naturally. You know, just by discussing things or doing things, and um, the whole out and proud stuff is starting to just, I mean, it's starting to just get on my nerves. Just well, bother me. But I mean, listen, in people, well, you're a bigot. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, Crow. You're, you're a bigot. <laughs> you have, you have a problem with people announcing their sexuality, don't you? Okay. No, it, here's my thing. If somebody comes to me and says, you know, I'm so-and-so and I'm openly gay. I'm the first thing I, I get that chat or thing about, oh, <laughs> you know, but it's the same thing. If they say they're Republican or Democrat, or if they say they're Christian or atheist, I don't fucking care. You know, it's like them telling me ahead of time what I'm supposed to think about. You know, yeah. I, I don't care what you're into. I, just it, be a decent it, human being. If it's so intertwined with your identity that it basically is your life, then yeah, maybe you should tell me first so that I don't have to deal with your shit. Because if you're, if it's, if that's the first thing you say about me is I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a real hardcore Christian or I'm a, I'm a real, I'm, I'm super flamboyantly gay. And that's the first thing you say to me. I'm like, then you're probably not a person I want to hang out with because that's how you you're you're, you're that's how you're going to identify yourself in every situation, and, and that, that's going to be the uh, that's going to be the thrust of every conversation. That's going to be you know, it's like I can't deal with that. It's like that you, that's not just who you are. Well, and then they start doing the the sort of uh, I can't I can't call it Special Olympics, but sort of the and not the offense Olympics, but the entitled Olympics where they say like. Well, as a as a gay man, and then you'll hear, well, as a gay woman, or as a gay black woman, kind of thing. Oh, it's yeah. like everybody else is supposed to be able to trump somebody else, you know, in, in what well, they say. Where they end up eating up, eating their own, basically eating themselves. So just, you got the women's march, but you're not letting certain women in because, you know, um, well, the pro-life women aren't allowed in the women's march. But then you've got now the women of color are thinking, well, the white women are... Um, benefiting from a patriarchal society, white patriarchal society, so they don't understand our plight, so they can't be part of this. We got to have our own. It's like, go ahead, you guys, just <laughs> just push each other apart even more, and, and and that's that's exactly what we need actually as a society at this point. I yeah, I just I don't get this, and you know, my thing is, wh- what do I care what you are? I mean, I- especially sexually, uh, who who you were attracted to. Unless, let's listen. Let's, if you're if you're attracted to children or attracted to animals, I think I'd kind of want to know up front. 
I think that's probably an important part of your psyche that's going to be if very. If they're adult animals, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if they're if they're um, inflatable animals, if I don't. A dog mind. is if a dog is big enough to bite you if he doesn't like what you're doing, I'm okay. Uh, I disavow. <laughs> <clears throat> I was just thinking inflatable sheep. I mean, I'm inanimate. I'm not talking about Marmaduke. I, I'm no disavow. <laughs> no, but send your hate mail to uh, Rooster. Yeah, I, I just I don't understand this having to look. Whatever you want to be, I don't care. Whatever you want me to call you, I don't care. You know, I just I hate this. Oh, we probably shouldn't get into this. Uh, I don't think we should at this point. We'll yeah, save I, that for a future episode. I know. I'm just saying. You know where we're headed with this one. I know. But I'm just I'm just saying, if you want to, like, I wouldn't refer to somebody as my gay friend so-and-so, my black friend yeah, exactly. so-and-so. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, I exactly. Just, you know. Yeah. I mean, if, the, if somebody goes, well, I'm black and I'm proud, I, cool, I don't care. I do refer to you as my asshole friend, but that's. Well, but that's true. A little different. So it's funny. I prefer to you the same way. So okay. See how it is. I at least do it out loud. Okay. But yeah, I'm more passive aggressive about it. Yeah, I just I don't like this whole idea that you got to be something. I mean, how about you just be who you are? Let me decide. You know what I think of you. And same thing. If somebody wants to think the same thing of me and they don't want to hang out with me, I I don't care. I mean, everybody tries to portray themselves as something. They try to put their a, a certain foot forward. To present themselves as something, but just to present yourself that you're um, who you want to sleep with. And that's the first thing that you present yourself as. It's just not not interesting, <laughs> not good. So, well, you know, it's funny. There's a there's a great uh, bit by Owen Benjamin, the comedian, about the whole LGBT community, and he has this thing about he talks about. Uh, you know, the L's and the all that. And he's like, the B's come along and everyone's like, you'll fuck anybody? And they're like, anybody. <laughs> and it's funny to me that there are gay people who are like, yeah, we don't like the bisexuals. Why? Well, because, you know, they're really gay. They're just pretending. And I'm like, what? What? Like, you know, who cares? Why, why does everybody have to be on a side? Why can't you just be, you know? Yep. So... I don't, I mean, I hate that when people say, when someone says, oh, I don't see color, and someone else goes, that's bullshit, we all see color. Well, obviously, if I have a black friend, I can see. You literally see color. I can see that that person is black. But figuratively, it doesn't, you don't see it because it doesn't matter to you. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't care. Yeah. If he's an asshole, and I tell him he's an asshole. Whereas me, all day long, is all I see is color. Well, it's the tentacle porn. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It just it doesn't make any sense to me why everybody's got to be something. Isn't the idea that we're all supposed to be just who we are? Isn't that what equality and stuff is? And then you know we're not supposed to care. Sure, we're, we're all equal. But I'm trying to give myself. A, I'm trying to think of an ar- argument against that, just to be devil's advocate. But I mean, I'm sure there is one. I mean. Like well, I said, there's 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 some you want to project an image. So if you want to be a flouncy fancy boy, you know you're you're gonna be that way. Doesn't necessarily mean I know who you want to sleep with. You know your sexuality. I don't know if you if you like having sex with men or with women. I don't know um, if you're really you know heavily bearded and super butch and and uh, you know got sludge under your fingernails from working on engines all day. I still don't know 
exactly who you're attracted to sexually until we start talking about it. But I don't want you to come right out after, you know, after I meet you and um, you're my mechanic or something. You go, by the way, <clears throat> just so you know, we get this out of the way, uh, loves me some women. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not something you, but, but when you have an agenda, that's the first thing. Or when you have the oppression Olympics, you, you, you get points for saying that. So you have to, you have to point out right away, well, I'm on, I'm, there's a certain uh, hierarchy of oppression and I got to let you know where, where I'm at on that, on that, on that scale. So that we know where to where to begin with each other. <laughs> Why well, you know it was interesting. I got some shit out for this on Facebook. Um, this friend of mine had a friend on Facebook who he's a black guy. Posts a picture of he's out biking and it's a selfie of him and this. He's a younger black guy. There's this older white guy. They're both out, you know, on this. The black guy's rollerblading and the white guy's biking. They run into each other on this bike path and they. Because one of them had a T-shirt from some school. The other one goes, hey, do you know, did you go to this? Yeah, I did. And they start talking. The whole point of posting the selfie was, hey, look, two people of different racial backgrounds. And we had a great conversation. And I just said, why is this a big deal? Yeah. And people are like, well, you don't get it. You don't understand the struggle. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. I don't fucking care. And, and that's just... You're two people who had a conversation. Why should that... It, and that's this, all of a sudden throwing in a, a divisiveness right there by doing that. Right. It's this idea that because we're from different backgrounds, we're supposed to have conflict. Yeah. I, I just... I can't stand that. It drives me nuts. Yeah. So... Well, as a black man, um, you know, I don't think I should uh, comment anymore on this because, you know, I'll just get called uh, Uncle Tom. Well, I self-identify as a black woman, so... Yeah, you've got me beat. You've a, got me beat. A lesbian black. Woman. Oh God. Yeah. So well, I'm going to amend my race now. I'm going to go back to being white, <laughs> but I am going to be. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think I got mentally you. handicapped. There, Ooh. boom. I am mentally handicapped. I'm sorry, handicap is the wrong word. But that's part of me being mentally handicapped, using the wrong words. Handicapable. Handicapable. <laughs> I'm challenged. I'm differently abled and challenged. And uh, you know, you can't do anything you can't say anything bad about it because my mental disability means sometimes I say things that are inappropriate. <laughs> so I win. I win. Well, I, I laugh inappropriately, so. <laughs> That's your disability? Yeah. Inappropriate emotional outbursts. Inappropriate. Okay. Yeah. Boy, so I'm laughing. Hard. I'm mocking your pain. And you're a, a black lesbian. And you, okay. No, no, so no. I identify. Identify. Yes. Well, I don't know, man. I think you got me beat. I got to think about this. I got to reevaluate and now. The problem is you can't think about it because. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, because of my disability. <laughs> And Aww. while you talk about that, I'm going to inappropriately laugh at your disability. So. <laughs> I don't know. Just everybody's everybody's rushed to be offended. You know, it's just it's just crazy. And I remember I remember reading this book. Um, some book I picked up in a bookstore in the airport uh, called Ava's Man. It was about this guy who. Um, uh, Futanari. No. Isn't, isn't that what Ava's Man is about? No. Tentacle porn? No. <laughs> Thinking about something else. You keep your foot in already yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't look that up. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, I picked this up, and it's basically this woman writing about her grandfather who died when she was a year old, telling stories about how her, 
her grandfather got the family through the depression moving you know between tennessee and kentucky and doing uh um, roofing jobs and all this stuff and just sort of how the values were different and there was one story someone told about this kid came up and he said to this group of dads who's standing around and one of the things that was interesting is they said men didn't curse in front of women because that was impolite. You know, they just didn't. It wasn't that they thought women uh, shouldn't hear that stuff. Sign of respect. Yeah, it was that, hey, that's coarse language and women are better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, people can disagree with it, but that's what was in the book. So, uh, so anyway, this kid comes up to this group of dads and he's like i'm getting picked on and all this stuff one of the dads walks over and this is depression area walks over to a tree and breaks off a branch that's about three feet long and he goes next time he does it hit him with this <laughs> and the kid did it you know and you look at that now and go oh my god that's appalling and i've had this conversation with uh you know my wife about our kids or other people about their kids and they're like ah the kid's getting picked on and i'm like at some point, you got to take a swing at him. You know, you just, you got to do it. You, there's a great line from a Bruce Springsteen song. It says, you got to learn to live with what you can't rise above. You know? In other words, if you if you put up with it, then you're stuck with it. You know, you got you to do something about it. Hmm. And so, I mean, my wife will say, oh, well, we can't just have kids hitting each other. And I'm like, it's only going to happen once, you know? And then the kid's either going to pick on somebody else or he's going to cut it out. So, there was a kid in my high school, got all through, like, elementary school and junior high. He picked on other kids, got to be, like, juniors. And he picked on this one kid who was, um, I mean, he was, he was kind of, he's kind of odd. And he, um, I mean, nice kid, but he was real, real smart, real cerebral, kind of your nerd. And he was a little bit of, like, an albino. Um, so, one day this kid picks on that kid who apparently had been taking like martial arts classes and stuff. He beat the shit out of this guy. I'm, it wasn't even funny. I mean, he kicked his ass and it, it sounds very karate kid. Like it wasn't anything that pretty or scripted, but he whipped his ass and that kid was just humiliated for the next year and a half. He didn't say anything to anybody, you know? And I mean, that's the extreme example, but God, you just, you want your kids to stand up for themselves and, not just be walked on. Yep. So you're looking at me puzzled like you have something to say about that. No, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was like, I had a point, but I lost it. Well, it's hard to believe on such a short track you could lose such yeah, a train, yeah. you know? Well, it's my so. disability. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it is an actual disability or I'm just leaning, identify I'm, that? I'm leaning in on I'm identifying this a disability. It's gonna be it's gonna be my identity from now on. <laughs> so well, it's gonna make it interesting. So No, I just I don't know. I'm I'm tired of everybody being offended about every fucking thing. You know, just well, it's yeah. uh, Like they can't take criticism. Um, Criticism is an attack. It's bullying, and sometimes criticism. A lot of times, criticism is good. It's constructive, even a lot of times. And if you can't take it, and you consider every every bit of criticism is an attack on you or is bullying, uh, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a shit. I mean, like kids growing up with that attitude, they're going to be a terror, you know, they're, or they're going to be horrible uh, adults because you have to take criticism. And actually, a lot of people that people that like you or people that love you are going to give you criticism. And if you can't take it from them, 
um, boy, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a piece of crap. <laughs> we were having this water balloon fight with the kids in our neighborhood, and we we're doing the whole thing about you know when we were kids, he filled up like ten water balloons, and you had to do it with the hose, and the end broke, and you were always like, yeah, six water balloons, and that was your fight. You know, it was over. And now they've got the things where you like fill a hundred of them at a time, and you shake them off, and they're instantly tied and all that. And my neighbor, while we're doing this, goes, man, we didn't have these when we were a kid. Almost on cue, another kid gets hit in the face with one, right? Comes running over crying. He goes, tell you what else we didn't have when I was a kid? Crying. <laughs> and the, one of the moms goes, oh, they just want you to give them a little hug and tell them it's going to be okay and send them back out there. And we both looked at each other like, no, that's exactly what's wrong. You know, you need somebody to just go, you're fine. Cut it out. Yeah, if, and then I'll, if, if every time you... Um shed a tear or get offended and everybody somebody coddles you then you're just going to keep it up you're going to do it more and more and it's going to it's going to get worse and you're going to be a you're going to be an annoying bad person so you got to take your criticism well that's like all those people who want to go after uh, mcdonald's about having toys and happy meals and they say someone should stop mcdonald's from having those we need the government to step in and get mcdonald's to take those out because my kids make a big fuss because they want the toy from the happy meal what am i supposed to do I'm like, tell them no. Yeah. Oh, well, then they get mad at me and stuff. It's like, fuck that. You're not their friend. Yeah. You're their parent. Yeah. You know? And people are like, well, I want my kids to like me. Your kids aren't going to like you. You know? Your kids will love you. If you treat them well, they'll love you and they'll respect you. But, God, there's going to be days they don't like you. Yeah. There's days I don't like my kids. You know? <laughs> Just, I always love you, but right now I don't like you very much. You know? Yep. Yeah. So it's like you without the love. I just don't like you. Very there we much. go. <laughs> so there's part of your disability there. I'm sorry. What? The laughing. I'm sorry. What? what? I self now, now you're deaf. I self identify as partially okay. deaf. We've taken this too far. <laughs> yes, I'm a I'm a partially deaf uh, female. No, you identify as. Identify as a partially deaf black female lesbian. You know we're pissing people off right now just by. Talking well, like this. you know by existing. By existing people. Here, pissing people off. <laughs> so, well, on that note, uh, before we piss any more people off, uh, let's let this go. Uh, thanks for joining us for our initial episode of this podcast. And uh, again, Bread and Circus Podcast. I'm Rooster here with Crow. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us. Uh, it's rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow uh, at bread and circuses podcast.com. Hate mail to Rooster, um, love mail to Crow. No, no, no. We will not take any hate mail because and that's, goodbye. A, that's offensive. <laughs>